Association and IndieBirth.com. No material on this podcast should be considered medical advice. Birth is not a medical event. In this podcast, I had the absolute honor, privilege, and pleasure of talking to my friend Amber, Rain Ma, who has been a friend for many years, although we've come in and out of connection. Amber has been in the birth world for a long time and presently lives in Germany. You'll hear us talking about spiritual midwifery in the way that it makes sense to Amber. And this is exactly the way in which we were introduced many years ago. Amber contacted me on social media, I believe, and I was just held in complete love and support by her, someone I didn't even know at the time who was able to witness situations that I was going through both in my own pregnancy and in the midwifery world at large and lend her ancient wisdom. Amber is one of the most gifted channels I have ever met and her message is so profound. I really just encourage you to listen to her words, to our conversation and to feel what you feel. Uh, You may also contact Amber as indicated at the end of the podcast. I'll try to link as well here in the notes and just be amazed that there are people like this in the world, adding their inspiring and encouraging message to the world of birth. Enjoy. Hi everyone, Marin here from the Taking Back Birth podcast uh, with Amber Rainma, a dear sister that I've known for many years. Um, And we're just going to jump right in and talk about spiritual midwifery today. So welcome, Amber. Where do you want to start? Thank you. Spiritual midwifery. What is it? What is it? It's everything that is outside of the technical stuff that you learn. It's more... um, the energetics, it's the, um, the process that starts even before the baby comes into the womb. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I do, I'm saying babies, but this is happening really for all people. This is how, if we really look at birth and the cycles that in our lives, that's what's happening. There's all these other things that influence. It's not just like it's just turning and turning. There's so many other places that are, um, and things that are part of the mystery. Mm-hmm. And so spiritual midwifery for me is is kind of having um some some owl eyes into those other layers and other things um sometimes metaphysical things that are happening or um past lifetimes or um you know different things that are kind of hidden under the surface um that Mm -hmm. are not meant to be hidden if we take a look and they can communicate with us about you know what's going on in our bodies and life so beautiful so we're not going to rehash tons of the past but just to give our listeners a little idea of how you got to this place maybe we could just backtrack a little bit since you've been involved in birth for a long time in different ways Um, and this is just what's being presented for you right now Yeah, it's where I'm, I'm choosing to focus my, my time and energy, um, and it's what lights me up. Um, but my roots um, as a, um, a spiritual midwife really were, I mean, I was a child. I was seeing um, energies and hearing spirits and things that were at the time, even from family, you know, 
and that's not normal. And yet they were true. Things that were coming in, my, my mother would say to me, you can't possibly know that. So these, these elements, it's also part of my lineage. It's part of my, my, my being. And it's um, then taken journeys in, in different ways. I started as a, a massage therapist at uh, 19 um, and quickly found prenatal massage. And there were all these pregnant women coming. Um, and in that, the years of having all these different people and bodies, um, stuff just started, I was like, I'm not saying that. How could I know, you know? So, I mean, I had enough of um, a platform that things started happening. I started listening in different ways, feeling things, um, you know, as far as the clairsentient and um, um, seeing. I only see when I need to, because that can get distracting. So I usually will hear or feel it. Um, mm -hmm. And sometimes images will come. Um, but then having a body of work, cranial sacral, I think even with midwifery, those are things too, that the nervous system and the limbic system is so important. So those things kind of developed throughout my practices as far as being called to it and then bringing those things into my work with, with women as a doula. Um, and my work as a, I, I would call myself a traditional midwife, um, my own birth and, and body is, it's it's what I am, but I am not, I am not a licensed midwife. I never have been, never had a desire to be, you know, and then again, some of my apprenticing and um, travels that took me to um, different places. I do know this is a, a, a funny piece because I remember I met a guy before I had ever gone to Ghana. I remember I met a guy at um, some jazz festival in, in Milwaukee and he was from Ghana and he touched my hand and, and, and it shook my hand and he's like, you're a healer. You're something. And I'm like, no, I'm not. I'm a massage therapist. And I'm like, like, I mean, so, I mean, certainly gone through the phases of like, that's not my path. <laughs> I was very much, you know, and deep tissue and here's what's going on with the body. And then there was too many things that were happening unexplained, like not that I couldn't explain, mm. um, but that were constantly confirmed. And because I had a practice and I had the ability to work with so many people, um, it's when I became pregnant with my son that then, um, you know, even too, I was having dreams of him before and the energy, but he was always 44. He was old. He was one of my spirit guides. I remember him from when I was little. So the fact that even, you know, those, the blur of worlds was happening. And since most of the people that I was working with as a prenatal massage therapist and doula, they were all going to the hospital. Um, mm -hmm. My journey and even my own path in, as far as embracing some of the things outside of what my clientele was used to, I decided to let it go. You know, I was like, all right, it's time. And so I did. I sold my house. I you know, closed my practice. And, and that began the journey of my, my, my being, my pregnancy spent entirely in Africa and then Indonesia and um, having my own um, free birth in, um, which, I, you know, it's just birth. And it was me. You know what I mean? So it's like, I don't even know that was a free birth or planned, right. but it was the spiritual aspect of it too, is because there's so many stories that I have in, in that it doesn't turn off. It's not. And so I didn't want anyone because I could literally, I had support. Um, I had different ones who were like, do you want me to come? And like, no, 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 I'll let you know if I need you. But energetically, I 
felt so responsible and connected to the spirit midwives, the ones that were com- to me, it's normal. So there's a whole realm that to me, there's information. It's like, how do I know? It's like, I, but I know, and I'm listening mm-hmm. and I felt comfortable to do that with my body and my um, birth and listening in that way. But also even ones coming in, any traumas, any things that they have, it comes up and it's in the room. And then, you know, as a result too, I've been in many places and seeing births and things and I'm like, oh my God, okay, this person needs to get out. This is, there's so many things that that made me realize, okay, bring it back (laughs) to what is important because every, even every culture is different as far as their ways of being, their connections with family. You can see sometimes one's just muscling through it even though if they had the voice or if their culture in that sense too if they felt you know but to speak I don't want this person here or this this is my sanctuary in this way so I realized that I tend to be fight I was fighting different things and trying to protect space for ones that also weren't speaking in that way so Mm -hmm. now spiritual mood of free peace are the ones who are saying already they're claiming their their space and their bodies and that are looking for just you know maybe some little things that happen to be in a blind spot for them but it's not this vast here and it's all outside it's uh and very empowering and it's i'm happy to support ones in in that journey too in that phase and it's my my voice for the star seeds because I do think that this life is beautiful and that there's a lot of hope. <laughs> and yeah. because I work with the star seeds in that way, and I feel them coming through, and they're usually it's just little tune ups with the parents of going, Oh, here, check this out, check this out. That, yeah, I love that. I mean, they won't have to undo a lot of the stuff that again is like it feels where I can focus without trying to combat all of these different dynamics. And again, my experience being of so many different cultures and so many different places. And even in the States, there's a lot of cultural conditioning. Oh, and sure. Again, if you take that away and, you know, parents are owning their, their births and um, coming from that place and then staying with that. That's where I think even the spiritual midwifery, it doesn't end. Like once even the baby's born, it's like, it's just part of your connection to yourself and your life and you're partnering even with your children in that way you're more available to having those conversations so then you're not even just seeing that here's this baby you get to you know interact with them in different ways without you know default too that they know everything they still have to come in and learn different things too (laughs) so it's a it's an alive relationship yeah and I mean it's yeah the ultimate responsibility is how I see it and it's crazy that this isn't part of, you know, midwifery as we know it, at least in the Western world. Um, I think it is, of course, which is why you're here. And I think a lot of people listening can totally identify with even bits and pieces. Um, You know, who are these souls before they come, whether they're for us personally, or, you know, as we're walking with women and families, um, you know, how open are we to that? How open are we to receiving those messages? Um, so I want to hear more about, you know, just the role that you play in that regard, like helping people hear what they need to hear or whatever, you know, kind of the process might be. I know there's probably lots of variation there, but I think most people would be so fascinated to hear um, about your communication with these souls. I am. 
Well, it does. It comes in, in um, so many different forms. If I'm working with one, um, say one, one mother, yeah. usually, and that's also the position, the, um, that child usually starts coming to me before. So that's where I've even learned in different places, like, okay, whose kids are these? <laughs> that's right. where the energetics of that, of like, and then... Yes, that is. And then the, then the, usually the parent will, will, you know, the mother will f- contact me somehow or I will meet them or somehow. And then that's where it links. That's where, to me, that's the exciting part that that's the magic. That's how. So it's not even just this. It's, um, yeah, they just start, they start coming in. Usually it's in, 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 in dream space. And there's ones that I work with even without knowing, even without the parents knowing that's part of it. That will always be part of my own personal connection and practice. Mm-hmm. Um, and because they're coming through with that link, they're the ones giving permission, which sounds really interesting, right? Cause it's like, here's the parent and here's the mother. It's like, it's my, but they're the ones saying, okay, I need you. And this is what, you know? And so if, by the time the person finally um, comes to me, um, and if we're aligned in that way, it's usually a, a, a dialogue that um, happens. Being that I'm now too in, um, in, in Europe and in time zones, I have been using a lot more recordings and I'll just sit with the energies. I'll sit with the energies and, you know, the, even from like, even as we're speaking, it's like, there's things that just kind of pop and they come in and it's again, it's like, oh, that and then you see what is literally meant i mean sometimes there will be things that come in and i'll i'll get something in my in my in my ear and then i'll kind of feel it in my body and i'll get pictures and you know it's it's so um individual but it's fun and that's where too i don't know anything i don't have which is why i love it i loved even the fact of traveling and being in all these different places and all these different languages i don't know and i like not knowing <laughs> I don't want, you know, even sometimes when people like they go on and on, they're, they're telling the story, my old roots as a, as a, as a healing artist or massage therapist, I mean, I could do a lot of that. Let's listen to the story. Me now as, as a, as a, the spiritual midwifery aspect, I don't want it. I, there's maybe, you know, there's parts of that. There's the, the doula and here and listening and you kind of need to sound things out and unpack it. But when I'm in that space, it's very quick because it doesn't take, that's like, we don't take hours and hours and hours. It's like, okay, what is it? And it just drops in. And then, um, you know, I literally will go, okay, you know, to speak freely and then here it is. And I, again, I like recording it because then I can send it. They can listen to it. And, and see, and then sometimes even unpack it throughout, you know, throughout the pregnancy um, or in that. It's like that's part of, you know, even the way if I'm working with a, with, um, a spiritual midwifery client throughout the pregnancy. Sure. But sometimes it's just one time. It's just yeah. one, one seed. And then that unravels for themselves. And then it also opens, even for the star seeds, the babies are going, um, okay, she's got it. She's listening now. Do you know what I mean? It's like it opens something up. It's a direct line because I don't, that's part of even I think as we grow in different spaces, I think even in my own practices, I didn't want, like, I don't want to keep seeing you every week. <laughs> different ones of like, no, you don't really, you don't need to see me every, we don't, you can go now. Like meaning that and it's, and so the spiritual part is like, no, you shouldn't then need yeah, me. It's that's part of it. Yeah. And then, and so, I mean, I'm not saying that I'm happy to be of service and to assist, but in that I really do get lit up 
for people taking ownership and saying, oh, and they're getting it now. That's where even too, sometimes it's the initial buzzing or the initial, you know, kind of going, oh, hey, <laughs> you're not listening to me. <laughs> and then they start listening and then it opens up conversations if even in the family, even as far as, you know, in the, the different things. And then there can be this outside person, which is me, just just blame the the, the crazy um you know, the one over there who's getting these things. I didn't come up with, do you know what I mean? And then it opens up stuff. And then it's like, there's a whole new dialogue. And a lot of times the men, the beautiful divine masculines are receiving a ton of dreams and things that are coming in. So I've had ones literally say, um, he's totally on it. She's not connected at all. And their dialogue mm. starts opening. And he's like, well, I just thought they were random dreams. I didn't know, you know? And so in that, then, they, you know what I mean? Like the child is just literally making sure that their team on their ground crew is, they're all talking, they're all communicating. And listening. Yeah, I know. I was going to share that. I'm pretty sure that's how we connected the first time was when I was pregnant with Ever, who's my five-year-old. Um, and yeah, I just remember you communicating some things about her and I'm really left more with feelings. I don't remember exact words, but um, yeah, really feeling like so much more aware of who she was and what she was saying. And I know we had uh, several back and forths about that. And man, she's five now and and I remember her as Coyote Girl. I still, because I don't remember either. That's where too. If someone yeah. asked me the other day, I'm like, I don't hold it. Right. And yet I do remember her spirit and I do remember her energy. And I remember even at the time of some of those transmissions, I remember even the coyote, you know, I mean, I remember those things. And that's where, to me, that's part of what's happening, even on our planet, that we can't be operating from such separation. There has to be wholeness. There has to be. And with the all. So here's, this is why I would say even with spiritual midwifery, really a lot of the ones coming in, this is natural. It's natural for everyone. Sure. It's not a special thing. It's not, you know, it's literally, it is, we, we've make the, the emphasis on the five senses, but all of these other ways of, of listening, of smelling, of, um, it's very ancient and it's encoded in your DNA. It's part of, and so in that, that's, this is also the beauty where those things get activated. And then I think too, that can be, especially if parents are looking at it from the side of like, outside of just all oh, here's the stuff and that they can create what they're what they're doing regardless of where you live because i've seen it everywhere i've yes. seen in every place and every culture there are ones who do and they step outside of what is just there and they find also beautiful beautiful ways to meld and bring bring all in but i think the the spirit aspect which is why i think even as far as traditional midwifery that was what called me more because a lot of the things were not in the mind it's dropping from the head into the heart and into the womb and that's for everyone that's for men women that you know or the hara right it's like here it's it's and then it's balancing and there's a flow evenly through all of those and it's informed um, but it isn't overly. Um, yeah. And yet I do for even ones that are, are satiated by those things, there's plenty of sources for them to do that too. So it's just one piece. It's not, you know, um, but I think sometimes when there's some of those pieces that pop and it can be this little thing and it literally can connect so much even to the body and go, Oh, it's a, it's, um, 
Yeah, I like it's like connecting the dots mm. in ways, which again is still really difficult to explain. I still don't think I answered like what is spiritual midwifery. It's, yeah, well, I mean, yeah, I don't think it seems answerable in a set number of words. It's this experience, and mm-hmm. and you have this deep wisdom and connection and ability really not that i don't think you know more of us have this ability i do but in this in this world it's just not seen as something valuable or like you said you know when you were little um it's you know what what is that kid doing what is she saying what is she seeing and funny mm-hmm. enough uh yeah my my daughter ever has all kinds of strange things that she sees and and says um yeah but anyway aside from it being really special and potent, it's supernatural. Like it's very natural and supernatural maybe. Uh, it's, it's part of our experience, I think, of, of being a human in this body. And pregnancy, of course, is going to magnify. I mean, that's been my experience and with working with other women. Like how can we not address um, or support everything outside of her physical body. Like it's absolute lunacy to me that that's become midwifery is this mm-hmm. focus on body and mind and maybe some emotions, you mm-hmm. know, but not much in the spiritual aspect. Mm-hmm. And it's happening. It is happening all the time. That's where even just before talking about the direct connection between um, the star seed in the womb and, you know, the immediate environment, but it's happening in all of our relationships. It's happening. It's, it's what you, you can walk into a room and you can feel things that have happened, but you don't know why you feel them. I think that's also what's happening. Even the children that are coming in too, they have different sensitivities. Even some of the things that they're trying to save, like, well, they have, you know, attention. It's just, they're being molded in systems that is not aligned for the excellence mm-hmm. and, and where they are of how they're highly functioning. And so I think we're not supposed to be shutting it down and that's where the beauty of it i mean even my upbringing and all of it i honor it it was my path that was my sacred contract but i do think for the ones coming in that way it's not um it's not as necessary and it does it's happening all the time that's where i would say um you know i mean there's some beautiful stories um which will um come out as part of my storytelling as well but like just little pieces of things like i can for example there's um one in, in um, Indonesia, and I wouldn't have to be there. That's where, again, you know, Eva Robin would call and she'd say, she's, there's something going on here and I can't figure this out. So this is where even too, even for me with, with midwives or ones who are assisting in that way, if you've checked everything, if you've gone and here's all of that, that's where sometimes the phone, and again, because I was up and I was breastfeeding and I just was choosing not to be at yeah. the clinic because I also realized sometimes for me, I would want to be kicking a lot of people out because my attunement going into some of those environments and seeing what was going on and I could see so many other things I was like I think I'm better at home why don't you just call me (laughs) you know because even that we've had conversations like we can't we we can't kick the husbands out or we can't we can't this is you know like you see the dynamic of like you know the father crying and saying she can't do it there's no way she can do it I'm like this isn't helping and then her you know it's like it's this chain reaction so then we learned like okay um, you know what we really need so getting creative yeah we really need this from sending him on a on a trip 
to get something not real, yeah, just to get them out. And then within minutes, the baby's like, ah, right? It's that. It's that energy. It's those things that you can't quite call it. But if you're looking, and even children in the room can feel it, you walk in and you're like, oh. Um, but that was, there was one particular story of, of someone who um, had been um, um, sexually abused at a certain stage. And in, in Bali, there is, it's very normal that the whole family, extended family, they're all right there. They're all mm. right outside the room it's, mm. um, or in the room. And I remember getting the phone call and saying, there is something I just, she's not, there's something else going on here. And so that's also the way that I love to work with other midwives is that they're the ones that they know that's part of their work. They're on location, <laughs> they're on the scene. And I literally just get to dip in. And I, you know, I remember saying, okay, who in the back of the room, there's a guy in a green shirt and this, and I described him I'm like, I might get him out. And she's like, what? And then she goes, okay, just, you know, I don't care how you do it. Cause again, that's why I'm not here. I'm me. <laughs> get him out. He's out. And then later, so after, and then you know, the baby's fine. And then we get to talk. This is again, the beauty of, of midwives. And we get to talk story. Anything you want to know, you kind of weigh, well, what was this? And that is an uncle who had been molesting her from um, probably six to 13. She's 20 two and she's married and having her baby but him in the room is not safety i can open and allow my do you know and so those things and i have so many of those stories of different different ways of that those are the little pieces that no one's really and at the same time so then sometimes the complications or failure to progress or there's other things like other elephants in the room or people that should sure. <laughs> yeah, and that's so helpful. I had this all of a sudden crazy flashback of remembering that I called you from a birth like probably six or seven years ago. I had totally forgotten that. And it was so helpful. I don't yeah, and I don't remember, again, don't remember what was said. Um, something about dancing, maybe, but I don't, I don't recall. But that's funny. I hadn't thought of that until mm -hmm. you said it. Yeah. Um, but that, yeah, I remember that being a really cool thing and so grateful to you and you know midwives in general I think even when you know we're feeling somewhat connected and I mean I feel at least somewhat aware of those types of things like it's so great to have that support you know because your brain's also trying to work in this other way of like analyzing and quantifying and that kind of thing um, and sometimes you know you're just frankly tired you're just exhausted out of birth and it's really hard to you know, deal with the energies, even though you're feeling them all. So it's yeah. true. And to access those places, because you have to, it's like, even at that, you have to be attuned in a certain way. So in that being on the physical and aware of what's happening and watching the vitals and all everything right. is so important that you can't necessarily go. That's why I do like the, the ease and the collaborations in that way, because it is, it's, um, it's just like having more eyes. And again, there's owls. Yeah. There's like all these other, other, um, dimensions and one I the one in birth in particular too again I think this was um Indonesia and it was a um a sister midwife an Indonesian midwife that was giving birth at that mm -hmm. time um and I remember getting the phone call and saying and, and 
there was there, she was hemorrhaging she was literally losing consciousness and I was like she's like what's going on I can't mm-hmm. and literally we had I checked the Akashic records immediately I'm like she's flashing back because to me the power everything all that ever was all that ever will be it's right now and right. so in that 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 beyond the the veil or in that window you're accessing everything and so this woman literally was having memories of where she did hemorrhage and she did die she did or no 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 she didn't die she lost her baby it was i mean it was again i'm not retelling the story exactly but it, there was it was that but she was starting to go in this now as it was happening as in she was recalling that experience and i remember so again you're saying to the to the to the midwife i said say this name that this is not and i named the name that again how could i possibly know and she said this is not but you know blah 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 the name this is not happening and it snapped her right like this is not and she didn't lose her baby she didn't you know what i mean but it was like she was also then commanding for her womb and her presence to come fully back yes. and to close that. But again, she had that access and, and memory. And so in that veil, and it was, that was kind of also one of the last resorts of her calling and saying what, and so even the name that came, I don't even recognize it or even what, where, you know, right. Right. Not even, a, but it, it, it kind of, helped <laughs> because they had tried it's like oh we tried the and a little bit of the placenta under you know they tried all the things and then at that it's like now what <laughs> there's something else there's something else yeah. going on so. well I mean that just feels so right that story totally gave me the chills too but <laughs> I mean because I've experienced of course you know similar situations where things happen or you know there are emergencies or whatever and um, I remember a student asking a while back about a birth she had been at that was sounded pretty complicated and saying something like, you know, all the physical factors. And to me, it's never that it's never that or just that, you know, and it's such a, it's such a limited view, even though I meet my own frustration sometimes with what you're saying, well, what is it then, you know, so how it's like, how can we, I mean, from my perspective, sort of help midwives, have more of a shift in their thinking and their feeling, Um, you know, like, because it's so important. And, and again, to me, it's never just been about the physical, like, that's actually super boring in a way, you know, I don't, I don't don't see it. But yeah, yeah, I meet my own frustrations with like lack of maybe being able to know or being able to, you know, have the information, which of course, is where someone like you comes in, but Mm. kind of, well, and then even as we were speaking, even just to as 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 women and as sisters of like that's also part of even in our own being and feeling restored, and being in it, and also being outside of the pressures. I mean, because there is there's so many dynamics that come in. That's where again, even for I really I honor and deeply bow to every midwife in whatever capacity they are serving and just even as mothers it's like having all of these different radars like having all of these different things and then having to focus in that way mm-hmm. um it's not easy because you also have so many other it's like there's those are the elephants in the room of the uh the and the responsibility and different things right, in that right. way it's like there's so many other factors that right. then that doesn't naturally come which is why even for myself absolutely i have always been and will be my my own midwife and right. in that way but in that 
I'm not interested in taking full responsibility for someone else's, uh, there's, you know, and that's where, again, I think the direction that's kind of going is there's more and more saying, okay, I mean, even as far as doing your research, you know, that's, you have to, and, and consult in anybody that you are. That's why I think even for me, um, I put spiritual midwifery and then consulting. It's like, you consult me, but you can consult someone and say, and then say, okay, no, I'm going to choose something else. Exactly. At the end of the day, fully own it. Mm-hmm. And I think those things that gets colored a little bit when we're at birth and different things, and there's so many different aspects. And then the energetic field, this is where I noticed for myself, it's not my place yes. to many births because there's so many things that I'm not only attuning to the mom but I'm I'm seeing other things in the room even I mean I would even for my own birth I had a a beautiful support there was so much weaving in that but even the woman who was um, she was I was at her lumbung and and staying there she had her own traumas extreme Mm -hmm. traumas and abuse at the hands of um, an Indonesian midwife of having and having her children. And so every time she would come into my field, I could see what happened at her birth and I don't want it. Like meaning here now, this is part of my thing with spiritual midwifery is that when they come in, it should be completely clear. Like meaning in the room I'm talking about, do you know what I mean? So people are like, Oh, and heart rates and something, all of that. Is it clear? Is it the space where they are literally one with with um you know with spirit with where they're coming from and then the purity of gaia and the earth and and the energy and the love in the room fear cannot be there and i do understand that i know people survived it in here it's what it is and then you know everyone has their stories but i just my hopeful rose-colored glasses is that imagine if everyone got to come in in this way. And so even, you know, when I was telling that little piece of the birth story, even, you know, I remember um, this woman coming and, and opening the door and saying, are you sure you don't need anything? And as soon as she opened the door and I felt as soon as I, I felt, and I literally felt myself pull him like this energy, like can't come out now. So um, I don't know. That's just a tangent that there's so much. So when we're talking about being in physical presence and being in, in birth, it's like there's so many things going on and you can see it you can see it and if you can't see it you can feel it yeah and, um, and that if you're focusing it's like a, it takes a lot almost even how to prepare and armor yourself to tune in and stay honed on what you're but still if that's you're, you're receiving all of these imprints and impressions and I don't know, maybe communication is also good too in the sense of births, even in, in that, being able to communicate clearly and, and you know, having different ones. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I just know that that's usually not my place. I'm better on the phone or from a distance. <laughs> Bet Midler. Yeah. Oh, I love that. I mean, it's being really clear about your boundaries and your responsibility. And I think that also does kind of answer wherever I was going with that, you know, which is we can't be all the things necessarily. Like, um, you know, that's not, that's not a way to access our own power in a deep way. Mm-hmm. Especially uh, if there's repercussions or if there's other things that if you do kind of exit and you're going more on the spirit realm and then you're missing some things where you need to be earthed in this, it's, it's, yeah, it's- and then though in different places when there isn't so much of that, that's where again I think even the ancient ways 
this was this these things were being assessed more so than some of the, the and it was happening and there weren't words for it it was just sure. what is and yeah. and you know sure yeah that makes a lot of sense i mean i agree with the the wordlessness and um as we kind of have hit on i think even before we started recording just people's responsibility and their own experience and really how that flavors you know so much of what we are feeling and I feel like that's exactly what I needed to hear today and kind of at these moments in my own life, you know, because I feel like I do feel a lot of it. Um, but yeah, it's more that like, well, what to do, what to do now? Or like you said, kind of going back and forth between like, but, you know, but the, these things are happening, happening physically and possibly, you know, being involved with people that maybe aren't willing or able or open to mm -hmm. feeling all the things. And so you're stuck feeling it on their behalf, but they're in this other place. And that's, yeah, yes. that is where I'm, you know. And that is emotionally exhausting. Yes. That literally yeah. is not. And so that's where I think even all of us are being called to, to reassess yes. how we're serving and how we can best serve and what would bring the most joy. Because I do know that there are ones, that's where again, even me saying, okay, I know that I'm not literally meant to be on call and be at the birth in that way. I know that there's ones who are called to be there and that's their past. So I think sometimes it's part of um, this different levels. It's like bringing together all of what you know, all the capacity, but then bringing it back to what lights me up. What is, what would I do just in general? And that it's not depleting. And so I think even for a lot of, um, you know, our sisters and midwives that it's like, it's, uh, you know, how full are you in the sense of even your own restoring of balance and energies and so it, it takes on how many uh, different forms and I think even like you're saying some people and parents are not going to do that work and that's why again I'm very clear that those are not the ones that I'm working with and because it's it's almost like you know ones who are, are digesting like baby food and then even on a spiritual level of like right. even sometimes even some of the stuff that comes through spiritual midwifery stuff it's not easy sometimes it questions about what's happening in the relationship or things that you haven't addressed for years. And we know this, that it happens, even any of it, the body and birth is not going, it's going to come. So that's why too, I love the insight that comes from these amazing star seeds. And they're like, okay, yeah, she's got to take a look at that, you know? So in it, so here's a stranger then coming in saying, Hey, da da da. It's like, Ooh, yeah, yeah. So you know what I mean? I was trying to keep that under, you know, so all of it, it comes popping up, but you would rather, this is where I love it. You'd rather have the space and time of 10 moons. That's an abundance of time. If you're really participating and looking and saying, okay, all these things, right. even if it was difficult, but now this is the gift because you clear it for yourself you clear it for your own bloodline, your lineage. And then as well, it's not something that the star sees because they're like, I'm not doing that. I got stuff to do. Right. Right. <laughs> I would like to come in and just do. So some of that, and it's, um, some of it is lineage. That's where, again, sometimes it goes back. Um, it's not just so specific to what's going on. It's like, ah, this is what's coming up again, or patterns that they maybe haven't seen. And again, I used to do that with adults and different ones, even if you're not pregnant, but that's where I feel like for myself, the role working with, with the ones in star seeds, because you know, I don't know. It's like, there's a certain ones, it's ones that are being called in that way. And yeah. so that makes it more attuned, even as far as our practices too. Right. It's like, not all. And that's fair enough. That's not even judgment. It's right. resonance. 
Let's see who's aligned. And then in that, I bet we're less depleted because we're working with the ones where literally the energy comes in, goes out, can be received, and then even leaving the space and time for it to be digested. I mean, that may be a piece or a morsel of food that maybe takes that person um, a while, you know, a few weeks whatever to just sit with and there's nothing else you know like not like what's next let's next week like okay now what (laughs) just let that let that Mm -hmm. unfold and then the bigger pieces I mean it's huge because it is they're serving their families it's you know sometimes cycles that have gone on and on for generations get to stop Mm. so I like it I think it's uh it makes me think positively about our world and where it's going yeah, I mean, it's brilliant. And your participation in that way is so needed and welcome. And you're hired. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hired and then easily fired. Because that's where my first thing is, I will say, I, I'm always like, okay, and then you'll when you go, okay, I got it. I don't need you anymore. I'm like, yes. But that's the so in that. Do you know what I mean? That to me is a part. And then there's more. There's other ones. That's where I'm like, because there's other star seeds. This is what I realized when I was working sometimes so much one-on-one with adults who are going through these processes and different things. I'm like, I can't spend this much time with you. You mean maybe you need to take it and something, or maybe it's not even this lifetime. That's where I had to learn. I'm like, this is I'm gonna fire myself. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna really? fire myself and say this is not my work. And so that's yeah. been part of it. I I, I can hear it in my being. My body the passion for it but it's like yes. no and I and with no judgment it's also just saying who and what is for me cannot miss me it will come and here it is and that's how that works and then when it's no longer aligned because even that on a spiritual level you can feel it when it's complete sure it's complete and then if the human ego is kind of like well but no and then we keep kind of it's like no okay <laughs> right <laughs> done contract up yeah <laughs> Yeah, I love it. And I love that hours circle back around together today uh, to chat. And I can't wait. And I'm so happy to see you. I'm so, and I'm so honored to, uh, to know that you're in this world doing what you're doing, even the transitions, even those levels of service. It's what we're being called. We're just saying, yeah. okay, let's tweak it. And so what, I mean, what things are, are meant and that's if everyone's doing that there is a place for everyone that's why there isn't that isn't there is not a, a competition it's literally I've even felt this as far as family dynamics and different things I'd literally say to, to blessing of chance I'm like that's not my skill you gotta ask so and so this is not my and I don't have an interest in learning how to do you know it was probably with homework usually and I'm like you gotta ask yeah, yeah well <laughs> that's- that my mind was not going to, to do and yet somebody in the tribe or our extended soul family um and they loved it and that was their moment and their time and and so i wasn't stressing myself usually you know we get pretty frustrated when we're usually doing stuff that we're not supposed to be doing right right yeah no so the time limits up because it can start out and there's the flow but then all of a sudden so yeah gosh so many that was a long way of me trying to say thank you for you, though, because even all the podcasts, everything that you offer, all of it, it is literally, and for me, even ones with, uh, that I'm working with, and I'm like, okay, but now hear this, it's part of, I, I've put up in a blog, there's so many things, but it's like, go, it's all there. And then to, for them to intuitively follow, because they could also right. overlook like over consume and put in. And so in that, it's like, no, that's even part of the practice, but that can be the play. I still think that's 
that's spiritual midwifery as well. It's not then, okay, I'm going to take full responsibility and then I'm going to try to learn everything. No, this midwife has shared all of her juice from all of what she's learned. And here's the pieces, here's the conversation, here's the things. And then, then, then that person gets to pick and choose. As okay. they and that's feel. the creation, you know, that's the creation that we all have access to, you know, and in the small picture, in the big picture, like we're all just putting together the pieces, yeah, you know, yeah. or following the path or whatever, whatever the analogy is, but. Um, and the sacred convergence, because this is what's happening, the flower of life for all of us, it's coming, and we're all these little pieces and coming together, and this is what's happening, um, and this is why it's also a joy in our collaborations, too. It really yeah. is. It's yeah. such flow, and it's, that's where, again, it's taking those small aspects of play and resonance, and then it just keeps going, and it'll go bing, 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 bing. Yeah, totally. We could do this all day, so <laughs> I can't wait to, you know, dream up more. We're going to dream up more and possibly some, I don't know, we'll see what's to come from you with a support on our end, but I've so enjoyed our talk and um, how can our listeners get in touch with you if they'd like? Um, a website is good. Um, a soldier's truth.me. So okay. a, yeah. I'll, if there's a, a, a I'll link, link it, I'll link it at the bottom of the podcast so that, People can get that correct and be in touch with you. Beautiful. Thank you Thanks. so much. Thank so you. much love to so you. So great to see you again. <laughs> and until next time, or we say in Bali, Sampa Jumpa, until yeah. we meet again. So it's until we meet again. Thanks for listening, everybody. Hope you enjoyed this talk with Rain Ma today. Check out indiebirth.org for new content and join us on Patreon. It's patreon.com forward slash indiebirth. And if you are a member there, you will have access to special podcasts that no one else has access to. So for $3 a month, come and support the work we're doing and we'll see you there. Have a great day. Bye.